Feel like I already know you, bro. I didn't watch so much of your content listen. the last few days. Hey, listen, bro. You are a posting dog, my boy. Hey, you a dog. It's tough, man, boy. but it's like I'm really hard on myself when it comes to recording and editing stuff. And it's like if I don't edit something and post something, I feel like I failed myself. Right. You know? uh -huh. Yeah. So I have to. I have to stay really? on it, man. I have to give myself. I have to do it for me. I really don't do it for anybody else. No so I would assume that you, you you I would assume that you've gotten so efficient with it that it's not really as time consuming as it was when you first kind yes of started no. out, right? And the reason why I say that is uh I just transferred from because I I was using my phone for everything. I was using my phone, YouTube, Instagram, yeah. TikTok, everything. And right. it literally just got me mm -hmm. a, a new laptop mm -hmm. because I have so many videos on my phone. Okay. It would like heat up right. uh, and load. So I just went over to getting everything, putting everything on a laptop for me. So I'm learning Premiere Pro basically like as I'm using okay. it. So it's taking me a little longer now, but I'm getting the hang of stuff. But like on my phone, I'm mm -hmm. really efficient with it. Man. I can edit a video in like five minutes. Like some friends five minutes to go. Hey, it, it's crazy how that yeah. phone can turn into like a crutch, huh? And then if you always got your phone with you, so you shoot your video, you get a, just a, if you get ten minutes of downtime, right. you can kind of bang yeah, out at so least half. Sometimes, of what you man, like do. for me, uh, I'll shoot a reel at, at, at the shop, or even like if I'm just chilling at the house and I have an idea, I got like a little green screen effect. I can cut out the background and put the barbershop in the background. Right. But uh, sometimes in between my clients at the shop, if I have like five or ten minutes, I'll edit. I'll edit something real quick and I'll, mm -hmm. I'll post it on Instagram, and my co-barbers will be like. Bro, like you just literally sat down. How did you edit that video and post? It? I'm like I'm doing it for so long, bro. That's, yeah, that that was that's, the question. I, I, I was gonna have. How long? How long you been um doing the editing? Just social media, um, period. So uh, I've been doing YouTube. I actually started doing YouTube more than Instagram, right? Like I was on Instagram, but I really wasn't active on it. Like I was, I would post, but nothing crazy. I was on YouTube. I started in 2020, the beginning of 2020 when I started my YouTube. And then like last year, for whatever reason, I said, you know what, I'm gonna start posting really hard on Instagram. Right. And like I just started posting on Instagram mm -hmm. two, two to three reels every day, right. every day, every day. And I went from like 5K to like 15K in like two months. Wow. And I'm at like 21K right now. But it's right. just consistency, man. I tell people all the time, like some of the stuff that I wanted to pop off, like I really thought like, man, this, this video is gonna pop off for me. I, of this, throw this idea I can think right. of, I'll get, you know, a thousand views, two thousand okay. views, 
and then I post a video of just me cutting mm -hmm. hair, and now I'm gonna get 20, 20k views, 30k views. So like, I don't even know sometimes what it is. Right. I just, right. you know what I'm saying? I just Some, something's gonna catch, yeah. right? And you know what? That's not hard to believe because I would I would assume somebody that posted the type of content that you post eventually is gonna pop because I I listened and I went through maybe I want to say maybe twenty five videos of yours just so that I can be familiar. Right. Understand? I definitely right. don't want to get on here empty handed <laughs> and be like, "Hey, what's up, man? You cut hair? I cut hair. You know what I'm saying? So I went through it, but a lot of what you say and the way you say. It, it resonated with not just me as a barber, but me as, yeah. a, as as a man, as a person. You know what I mean? So it was only a matter of matter of time. Now, before we, before I ask you this first question, because I got a question that's been burning for like yeah. a week, because I wanted to ask you last week. So before I ask this question, let the people know who you are, what you represent. You know how long you've been cutting. How, what, what? Give us a, a, a generalized story. All right, man. So who basically, long story short. I'm a barber in Texas, a Texas licensed barber. I want to make sure to emphasize licensed barber. But I am a licensed right. barber. Uh, I've been a licensed barber for going on 16 years. Uh, and basically, man, like I've built myself through barbering. And it's crazy how back in the day, you know, 15 years ago, barbering wasn't like, it wasn't like it is now, right? Like no one thought of anything of it. They just thought it was whatever. So I took that and then the way things are, moving nowadays with instagram youtube TikTok, all that good stuff i help i use that to help elevate me to be more on the social media side because i used to do music back in the day i always okay. wanted to be like i like being in the public eye you know what i'm saying i, I love the camera you know what I'm saying? i like to talk i like to hear myself talk all that stuff so when music didn't work out for me i was kind of bummed but i kind of used what i learned from music and transferred it to creating content and now it's like starting to propel me into that next level that I'm trying to achieve, which is basically just try to be putting out content, motivating the next uh, group of barbers. So I'm 35 years old, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a little, I'm a seasoned barber in the game. Uh, so I'm trying to motivate these young cats and try to just spread my knowledge that I learned through 15 years. <laughs> and don't put that narrative out that we young tenderonies. You understand what I'm saying? We young tenderonies. Hey, out here. 35 you. is the new 20, I, my boy. I'll take 35. <laughs> <laughs> what you said? Until I get up in the morning yeah, in my back right. cracking, then that's a whole nother situation. But uh, I think that's dope, man. man I, I do want to ask, though, you say you was involved with the music for a few years before you yes, kind of moved over and transitioned into barbering. I would think those go hand in hand, absolutely, because one is influencing the culture yeah. and the other one is, is caretaking to the culture that it's influencing. But how, why did you leave the music alone? Was it something that just, you know, yeah. it, it was it was a decision for you? Or was it so, just, you know, uh, something better was music there? When I was like, man, in middle school and high school, you know, I had like, I had Pro Tools, I had a bunch of stuff at the house, I had my own studio for a little bit. But what happened was uh, me and my wife bought a house. Okay. Studio that we had, okay. I was coming out of pocket a good chunk of money to pay for the, the rent at the studio, pay for all the equipment, the 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 bills, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And once I bought the house, at the time I had to sit down and think, like, okay, I can keep the studio, but it's gonna really take a toll on us. Like, we ain't gonna be able to do this, right. we ain't gonna be able to do that. You know, uh, we may be right. stretching our money as you know pretty thin, and that wasn't something that I really wanted to do and put my family in that situation. So, I took you know, I just said, you know what, let me just 
take a step back. Let me get rid of all this stuff at the studio. Uh, I was supposed to start doing a studio at my crib. Never got around to it, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. So I let the studio go about the house and just focus full time on barbering. No doubt. So, so I have a question. Yeah. So okay. when when did you start cutting? At, at what what point was it? Something as 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 a youngster, um, and just just kind of did it, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. Yeah. So uh, I started cutting. I want to say maybe when I was in ninth grade. I started cutting my own hair, you know, like just I had some clippers and I would just do like a half or a one on top and a ball fade. Okay. I want to say I was about 14 years old, give or take. And then it went from me cutting my hair just to cutting the homies on the block. You know what I'm saying? My little homeboy down the street, uh, my little brother, just little people here and there. And it just kept growing. And then once I was a junior or senior in high school, I remember exactly when, but I remember being a junior or senior, I knew I wanted to become a barber. I was already like, yeah, I'm going to be a barber when I get out of here. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so I, that's our brother. Good, just, child, our literal yeah. big brother. Cause yeah. he, he like, that's Ace, that's Tank B Chopper, man. He, he makes a lot of content. He's not just a, a barber creator, you know, cutting right. hair content. He does motivational speaking. He does break down the day-to-day -to, -day to the barbershop. He does uh, perspective videos. And his editing is, is, is other world, it's insane. It's insane. I just, yeah, I just hit him with him. I just and hit him with him. I, I, look, I already heard him talk about the music thing. He already yeah. got me like, hey, shit, I've been listening, I've been listening to y'all whole interview. Right, right, right. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So while we got you on the line, I want to ask you this, man. And this, this is a, this is a, a public question for everybody. Everybody that's on live, all us, and everybody that's viewing the live right now. You made a statement, man, in one of your videos where you said you don't understand the philosophy of the new barbers. You don't you don't really care to understand it. At the yeah. end of the day, you're going to yeah. cut hair until you can't cut hair no more. I do. You still uh, feel that because way. Because I like cutting hair. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people chase it because it's, it's mm -hmm. good money. You know, everyone's like, oh, I want to cut hair because it can be good money. But I genuinely enjoy cutting hair, right? Yeah. It's something I like to do. And it's like, why would I stop doing something I like to do because age like only reason why i will stop is right. if i can no longer physically do it you know right but I, I i love cutting hair man like that's just what i like to do right so so i'm gonna I'm a piggyback off that it's interesting because i had a client today and we were talking and, and i don't remember what barber um it was but somebody had put up you know that they were a free agent and so um my client asked me he was like man at, at what point did it it's like like what is it? Why you know? Why can't barbers just cut for the the love and the passion and the art and the craft of it and let everything else follow? Like he he was kind of taken back that somebody would throw it out there, um, you know, as far as being a free agent and and the thing and I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, all the other things come with it. I see you get a lot of products and and you do reviews, um, and and you really have put yourself in a position to have, you know, a, a, a big following. But I'm, I'm like you. I want to cut until I can't cut anymore. Maybe not at the rate that I cut now. Yeah. But you get a lot of young guys who jump in the game, and they're like, my goal is to, you know, I want to get from behind the chair. Like, I, I enjoy it. Like, it, it's, it's, it's serene to me, and I love doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and, and I get what you're saying, that maybe not at the rate you're going, you know, like, right. obviously we won't be able to cut you know, 20 heads a day or 15 or whatever right, it is right. for a long period of time. Uh, 
But at the same time, I just it's just for me, it's a great passion, man. Like I be I like being in the barbershop, you know, kicking it with the guys, shooting the shit, just whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? And I just like being in the barbershop environment. So even if, like you said, we have to cut down our cutting time maybe to, you know, I'm in the shop right now uh, five to six days a week, maybe two to three days or three to four if we have to. But still, I'm going to be cutting hair. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, that. I salute, I salute that 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 man, philosophy. You you know I feel you, this, man. You, you know that, I feel the same exact way he do. <laughs> it's just, like you said, it's just something you, bro. You just genuinely like to do. So it's it's hard to just be like, nah, I ain't gonna. I'm just gonna stop doing that right now. You you kind of it's kind of part of you at this point. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I salute it. Me personally, man, I, I feel like okay. So <laughs> controversial take, right? I'm I'm interested in cutting hair. I feel like I'll forever cut hair, right? Until until God yeah. takes away my ability to use these, right? But I think at some point I'm I'm looking to transition more into helping barbers coming into the industry at the foundational level, right? I really, really, really I think I discovered my passion and and talking to people who, who are interested in in the industry and they want to learn the trade of barber because the misconception is barbering is just, oh, you got to learn how to cut hair real good. You learn how to cut hair real good and use some enhancements, you good, you can make $100. And I think it's not enough people at the foundational level having that conversation with barbers to understand the philosophy of barbering, the philosophy of uh, being a businessman, the philosophy of understanding how to be a servant of people. And I want that's kind of where I want to branch out to. But as far as picking up the clippers, Absolutely. There's no way I'm going to be able to talk to somebody cutting hair and not reach out for them clippers to show them, physically show them how to do it. So, yeah, I, I think I'll be cutting forever, but no, I got shot you. behind the chair. <laughs> ain't gonna I got you. Okay. So, uh, Definitely. So, we got a lot of people on here, man. It's a lot of people I, jumping I, in, I, asking questions, and sending it. stuff in. First of all, hey, yo, did you catch that uh, Ace of uh, Spade in here? Um, did you see that? Nah, I did. Did you see It was somebody in here with your name, bro. Ace of Fate. They just ain't got the. Yeah, that's why I put it. Like it's a lot. Like that's when I can't. Like when I kind of went with that. Like I already knew. Like it was gonna be a lot of different ones because I had seen it before. But that's why what kind of made me put the AO in front of it because like that's like my um you know my first my first and middle initial like yeah well y'all don't know well y'all pretty y'all probably I got it everywhere Austin O'Neill. Right. So that's where the AO come from. So I kind of use that to separate myself away from because, bro, I see it all the time. Like I see people come in and be like, "Hey, my name, you, you got my name." And I be like, "It's kind of different, but I see right. Right, 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 right. So tell I got a quick question. Where did your name you. come from, bro? Uh, as you talk about the content right. shot, I, I got it. Boy, I got a kick out out of it. And, and as we talk about us being in the shop and. Being servants, um, we also have spent time all gaining a skill um, that is necessary for everybody to have. So as you create that demand, you build up your price. So, boy, I, I man, I laughed all damn day when I seen um, the real you did. Bitch, I ain't doing this shit for nothing. Well, I, man, I, I ain't laughing. Man, <laughs> man, that, man that, was, that was one of the most perfect reels that I've seen, man. So um, what went behind that real was it just getting people to understand our craft and what we do and the demand and the time that we put into it and so with that demand comes a certain price what was behind that? yeah 
Yeah, so a lot of my reels, I try to speak the, to the genuine, like the the whole barber community, not just like me. Like some of the stuff I say uh, in my reels isn't like me feeling a certain way. It's just how we feel as a community sometimes, right? As barbers, we feel that our craft is very important. We try to make sure that we, you know, we, we went to school for this for one. So we this is a craft we had to take the time to learn. We spent years behind the chair practicing it, getting better, servicing these clients, learning th new things these clients. That way they have a really fresh haircut, right? It was more of a like a... a try to make these people understand that we ain't doing this for nothing. Like we, we done went to school for this. We're continuing uh, to learn about, about new techniques, uh, enhancements, all this other stuff, continue to learn all these new things. That way we can give the best product and the best service. So it's like, no one gets mad at, at someone who's, you know, uh, hustling some, some fruit on the side of the road, or no one gets mad at someone who's out washing cars, cutting grass, like, they respect that. So it's like, why, when it comes to barbering, people want to try to, you know, undercut us and be like, oh, well, now nah, I can go down the street and pay 10 bucks or 15 bucks or whatever the price may be, right? right. So as barbers, as professionals, mm -hmm. I feel that we need to set that standard a little higher. That way people can understand that there, there are some barbers who will charge 5, 10, 15 bucks, whatever. But then right. you have those barbers that are barber barbers, not just right. regular barbers, but they the barbers. You know right. what I'm saying? No doubt. Okay. So that question down there by uh, Q3 Barber, how y'all feel about uh, fellow barbers smelling like weed and using foul language in the shop? I think that speaks a lot to the point that uh, Tank is talking about right now as far as setting that standard. The standard that you set kind of dictates your value in the barber. Would you like to elaborate on that? Uh, a little yeah, bit? man. So regardless, like, yes, every, every uh, barber in the shop, for most shops, if it's a booth rent shop, each barber is their own boss, right? You can, technically, you can do as you please. You're paying your booth rent, you're a contractor. You don't have set rules. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, kind of. Uh, but <laughs> the thing is, the man next to me may cause me to lose a client because he's talking to somebody, smelling like weed or whatever. So I think there are certain boundaries, and I think the older barbers understand that a little more. I think some of the new barbers, the younger barbers, the ones just coming out of school, want to come in and think, oh, I, you know, I became a barber so I can, I can do this. I can do what I want. Like, yeah, in a sense you can, but we have a set of, I don't want to say rules, but a set of guidelines that you kind of need to follow. You know, you don't want to be cursing when you have women in the shop. Now, this is a shop for the men. Hey, you know what it is. It is what it is. You know, right, you know when you right. get women and children, right. uh, you know, you might, might want to cut that down a little bit, be a little more respectful. Uh, and also, like, the whole smelling like marijuana thing, mm -hmm. it's like, I don't see how that's cool. Like, I get it. Some people like to do it, but it's like, why would you want to smell that way? Like, you should want to uh, promote yourself with the utmost respect. And I don't think smelling like marijuana walking around trying to be a businessman, because that's basically what you are as a businessman. Smelling like marijuana, I don't think that's a right. smart move, Absolutely. unless you're selling marijuana. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's, you know, that's the conversation I was having with a younger client of mine uh, earlier this week, actually. Um, was it early? Yeah, it was earlier this week, around Monday, Tuesday. I was trying to explain to him that at, at some point we have to realize, like, everybody on this live right now, you know, in the live, yes, we all above the age of 30, right? Okay. With us all being above the, the age of 30, we can remember a time where, you everybody didn't need to know your business you know what i mean what you did you know yo you know that's right. that's your business everybody don't need to know your business well we live in a day and age now where it's, it's brought to the forefront and it's it's almost it's like the cigarette ads were pointed at us you know the marijuana 
uh, TAC and uh, vapes and all those ads are pointed at the youth. So we coming up in a generation where the younger generation of barbers have accepted and adopted that as a normal. Where it's like, if you would go back, back in the day, certain stuff that we was doing in the shop or that we saw barbers, our elders doing in the shop was kind of, it was normal. It wasn't, it wasn't something that was understood to be a, a bad practice of business until somebody right. had that discussion and said, hey, this might not right. be the most conducive way to approach this business, right? And it's, it's hard having that conversation with the younger generation of barbers to let them know that it's okay that you partake in whatever uh, things you do in your private time. But being That's able extracurricular activity, yeah, extracurricular activity. If you if you if you like that uh that magical dragon, that's your business, right? But you have to understand that you live in a world right. now where everything is this fast. Yeah. So just like you gain it that fast, you lose it that fast. So what you got to do is be able to separate your lives. Your professional barbering life shouldn't be your you know your your recreational life because just like tank was saying not only do you not want right. to misrepresent yourself in a business fact you don't want to be the person that someone's looking at for an opportunity and then you the wasted opportunity because you got all these other ailments about you that i just cannot have being a uh extension of what it is that i want to offer you you may be the perfect perfect person for what it is that i have in mind but because you have, have this thing about you i gotta find somebody else i have to settle for somebody else because the blessing ain't gonna be found with you because you squandered it away because you're not you 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 too uh what's the word you too prideful you don't want to put your your personal aside you want to be you you want an nba young boy your way into the barber career and that ain't gonna work man. yeah i agree with what you said so 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 tank do do you own the shop you're in kind of tell us about your, your situation your day -to -day. okay yeah, so uh, no, nah, I don't own the shop. So I've been in the same shop since I started working in the barbershop. Uh, I had got an opportunity uh, to work in this shop when when my daughter uh, when my daughter was born. The day after, well, the day she was, we were in the hospital with her being born. My old client, or he was a client at the time, called me and wanted a haircut, and I was like, "Hey, man, I can't get you. I'm at the hospital." Whoop de woo. He's like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna go back to the shop." that I normally go to, which is the shop I'm at now. He goes, I'm just going to go there. And, you know, I was like, all right, cool. And he calls me maybe an hour, an hour and a half later, two hours later. I don't know how long it was. He's like, hey, the owner said if you want a job. And I was like, well, shit, yeah. Like, <laughs> I just got out of barber school. Like, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> like, well, here, here's his number. Uh, give him a call. So I called the shop owner later on that day, and I just told him my situation. And he's like, he, and this was a Friday. This was a Friday. So he's like, well, can you start tomorrow? I was like, yeah. He goes, all right, we open up at 10. I was like, all right, cool. Went there the next morning. I was there like at 9.30, ready to go, set up my, my equipment, ready to cut. Nervous as hell in there cutting. Right. cutting in a shop environment other than my, my house or my mom's house, the restroom, right. or at barber school. So right. it was a little different. I had never been in a shop environment with other actual professionals, right? It was, it was something different. But... Uh, yeah, man, we ended up just growing with each other. Like everyone who I started with, uh, three of them are still there. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it, it's it's a it's a it's a weird thing because it's rare that you see a lot of barbers stay at one shop for a long amount of time. So when I say three, that's including myself. So it's two plus me, and uh, and yeah, man, we just kind of meshed, became like a family, and we just kept going where we're going. That's what now, are, are they as active on social media as you are? Not at all, man. Not at all. Uh, 
One of them, uh, he was, they, well, they both have social media, uh, but they're both a little older than me. One is five years older than me, I believe, and the other one's about nine or eight years older than me. Okay. So they have social media, but they don't be on it, on it. You know what I'm saying? They just be searching, you know, liking pictures, stuff like that. So let me ask you this. That, that brings up a great point, right? So being in a barbershop with guys that you, you, you've you all created this cohesive uh, way of existing in that same environment, and you being a social media barber, because whether you want to claim yourself to be that or not, you are, bro. You a social media barber. Like, you a yeah. social media sensation in the sense of what we what barbers do and your ability to captivate people through your screen, yeah. right? Right, right. Ayo is a, is a great advocate of that, bro, because Ayo post content is so fire. It's like, God damn, bro. Like, I... I Man, I'm wasting my it, time, bro, but man. we ain't going to do that. We ain't going to do that tonight, bro. But with you being a social media barber inside of a shop where the other guys aren't as um, um, into, you know, active on social media like that, does that cause any conflict? Has that has that ever came up in any conversations where, you know, it's like, damn, bro, like you always recording or don't, don't swing the camera this way? Nah, so it's funny because like i said there's two other barbers that i've been working with for a long amount of time and we have another barber who he's been there 10 years but he came in after me he's not he hasn't been there as long as i have and he's he's younger than me he's like five six years younger than me but uh none of them have ever been like bro why are you recording a lot of times they want me to record stuff or they'll give me ideas they're like hey you need to do this mm. or, or send me reels you know I, I love it man it's dope because my boy germ shout out to my boy germ he'll send me reels that he's scrolling and seeing, he goes, hey, what if you do this for barbering and switch this, this, and that? Mm -hmm. Good idea. I appreciate it. And then I'll take him, tag him in it, you know what I'm saying? Just give him a little shout out. And you know what I'm saying? And he's just not as into the social media as I am, you know what I'm saying? So they really encouraged me to do a lot of what I'm doing. And, and one of the, both of the other guys that I was working with actually influenced me to start doing YouTube. They're like, bro, you need to start doing YouTube because you're good at talking. You like you like being on camera. You might as well start doing YouTube. So I'm like, man, you know what? Y'all right. And it's just it's just it's been love, man. Like they all come in, like they all help me out. And then even when the new barbers come in, and we have a new barber who just started a couple weeks back. He's like, bro. He goes, I knew I had seen you before, but I didn't know you were that tank. I was right. like, crazy. <laughs> so so, do all the other barbers? Um, is it a barbershop thing or is it an individual thing? See, so you get. You know, um, a lot of packages, different clippers. You do the clipper review. Do they all benefit um, off those packages? Is it a barbershop thing, or is it just exclusively since you've been doing um, social media and you've leveraged yourself um, to, to be visible? Yeah, so, I mean, most of the stuff gets sent to me, mm -hmm. but everyone benefits from it. Like, if I get some, clip, uh, some clippers, I'll use them, and I'll be like, hey, 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 Joe, check out this trimmer. What you think about it? Hey, Matt, check out this clipper. What do you think? Hey, Germ, let me know what you think about this shaver. I'll let them try it out and see what it is. And sometimes I'll record them using it and i give, you know, get their impressions from the tool. And then sometimes I'll get stuff that I just don't like. You know, like even I'll purchase some stuff and it just, it just weren't for me. Right. And I'll, if y'all want to try this uh, this tool, this right. clipper, trimmer, whatever it is, y'all can come grab it. And if y'all like it, y'all can right. keep it. You know, like, it ain't for right. me. Mm -hmm. So they all benefit from it no doubt that's dope having that kind of support and you actually um sharing your success with them because that's right. what that is that's that's a, a fashion of sharing your success with them you know you you're able to have these uh availabilities and these things become available to you that otherwise most barbers don't get 
So in order to be in that position and then say, hey, y'all partake, come on this journey with me. I know you don't want to, you know, you don't want to be in front of the camera and all that. That's cool. But try these out. Let me know what your impressions of them are. That's, that's inclusion, man. And I know uh, they probably, they probably tell you this if y'all been working together that long, but I'm sure they appreciate that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like they love it, man. They're like, cause it's funny. Cause uh, the first barber, the barber in the first chair, his name's Joe. And he always, mm -hmm. he always asked me, he goes, Hey, do you have this clipper? I want to try it out. And he, he loves the Andes Masters. So he's, he has a thing about trying every clipper with the Andes Masters blade. Mm -hmm. So he'll get in and put the mat because he wants, he wants that corded master right. feel because the cordless masters don't cut the same, right? They just right. feel different. Right. So he's trying to find something that gives him that corded master feel, but something that's wireless. Right. So, so he, he's trying everything. So he always asks me, like, what you got that I can try with the Andes blade today? What you said his name yeah. was? Oh. Joe, hold on. Yeah. Let me do this real quick. Look at this camera, Joe. <laughs> you stop looking, Joe. It don't exist. <laughs> they ain't made it, Joe. Right. We all been waiting for that, Joe. <laughs> it ain't coming, man. Yeah. It is not coming. Um, <laughs> hey, you, you, Shy, yeah. what, what, uh, what questions? You, you done run into any questions? I see you have one pen. Yeah, I got, uh, you got Barbie Pink Barber. That's a dope name. I'm not going to lie. That's hard. Yeah. Dope name. From now on, we call you uh, BPB. <laughs> BPB say, uh, what's your favorite part of being a barber? That's a great question. Great question. That, that can be. Don't, that, don't everybody. <laughs> yeah, that, that, one. I, I that, that, that question, yeah, man. That, that, that question can be all. Like, we could be going on all day. Like, man, man everything from right. just meeting new people, just doing what you love, from, man, just the whole business, just, man. The growth that comes with it, just man, the, everything is like. I think it'll be an easy question saying what you don't like about Barbara. Mm. <laughs> to be honest. Okay, so what don't you like about Barbara? Because you know, listen, if you ain't have to say <laughs> he is not af afraid to say what people are not gonna like, bro. So this, that's a that's what I'm talking about, AO, bro. That's that's why you the big that's why you the big big homie, bro. So what don't you like about Barbara? So, me personally, I don't, I mean, this may just be me, and I, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it because I like to be transparent, man. Right. One of my biggest pet peeves about barbering, or one thing I don't like about barbering, is when I have them clients who don't want to stop looking in the mirror. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm cutting your hair. Mm -hmm. you know, as barbers, we working, right? And we brush right. the hair down, and we turn around and look at the mirror. And I can't even see the blend because he's turning around looking at the mirror also. So I'm like, bro, get, get your head right. Let me, like, you're going to see it when I'm done. Let me do what I do to get you right. That's right. my biggest things that I do not like about dealing with certain clients. Facts. Yeah, I, I, I hate the ones that be saying, they be, you be like, hold your head up, man. You sleep. They be... Head in they lap. You, you trying to line them up? They head in they. Lap. <laughs> hey, that, hey, that 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 mean they comfortable though. You put them to sleep, dog. Yeah, man. yeah. Man, you yeah. you about to man? It gonna be more. <laughs> you gonna mess around and wake up and look like somebody else. Man, listen, listen. For me, my pet peeve is when you're positioning their head for a certain purpose, and they keep moving. Yeah, like, 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 like you, you'll start here, 
here, you'll lift it up, and then it'll start it, start going back down. You steady lifting it up. I mean, kids, I understand, but grown men, boy, that 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 man, it burn you up. You know what's funny is that you say that it reminds me of like dead for a reason. You know what I mean? I'm gonna tell you that that's the worst one though. <laughs> is when you lying in their mustache and you take that look up and they looking you dead in your face, like, oh man, I can't, <laughs> I can't stand that. Hey. I wanted to add something you said, uh, you know, with creating content, that, that's a big thing, too, because we got TVs in the shop, so, you know, obviously for the client right. to watch TV, but sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard when I'm, like, recording because I have my camera behind me on my mirror mm -hmm. shooting this way, and I, and I have them positioned to where the camera can get the angle properly, right. but they're doing this to try to watch right. the TV. I'm, oh, like, yeah. Like, bro, I'm cutting your hair, like, right. like I want to oh, see yeah. the, the TV, but... I'm, you know I'm recording. Like you told me it was cool to record, and you still, I still trying to maneuver things to work around right. it. But I mean, it, I don't hate that, but that is something that's kind of hard to deal with sometimes. Right. I think I think it's it's a lot of things in the barbershop, man. And I think the biggest one for me, the absolute biggest one for me, man, is when guys get in my chair and they've been cool the whole haircut, mm -hmm. no problem. Mm -hmm. Soon as I go to line their head up, I don't know why men do this, but they. They do this. Man. Yeah. I, man. I'm like, hey, relax your eyes. Relax your forehead. Relax your eyes, bro. <laughs> it's like, look, all right, bro, when look, you put this I, M on the top of your head, when I put this squiggly line up bro. there, don't post me on social media saying I messed you <laughs> up, bro. You did this to you. Bro. Look, I tell them. I can't stand them, that, bro. I tell them, look down with your eyes, not your head. <laughs> Just look oh. down with your eyes, not your head, because, man, I can't they can I tell, tell her line so upside down. I got, I got another one for you, bro. Oh, also, pro tip for everybody in the live that's listening. Mm -hmm. Make sure you share in the live. Share the live so more people can get on here so that we can keep this thing popping. If y'all fall off, we're going to fall off. We ain't talking to y'all about nothing unless y'all on here listening about mm -hmm. something. But another pro tip for the people in the live, if you see somebody... Chat. Add to that, everybody who's on who's not following the page... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow button. So you if you're not following, hit the arrow at the top and follow the I Cut My Way Out podcast. Also, make sure you go follow Tank. I know most of y'all in here probably already following Tank, but go follow Y'all follow everybody in this room Fact. right now. Like, that, that arrow, follow everybody. Fact. Fact. So this was my tip for you, right? I figured this out. I didn't understand it before when I first started, Barbara, but it makes sense now. If you see somebody out in public and they line and look like the brim of this hat, it's arched like that. It's because they doing like this. <laughs> when they yeah. barber lining their head up, they looking at the ceiling. <laughs> if they line and look, look like this, it's because they looking at their feet. Right in the line. Makes sense. Pro tip, bro. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Now, every time y'all go out, y'all going to start looking at people lining like. What was he doing in the chair? It's upside down, bro. We know what you be doing in the chair. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Let's see. We got a lot of comments came in. I'm so sorry. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's see. Right. Uh, this one that's tagged is uh, as a new barber. How do y'all feel about handling handing business cards to coworkers, clients? Let me make sure I read that right. right. Hold up. Hold up. As a new barber, how do y'all feel about handing business cards to your coworkers, clients with the attention? Is that those customers possibly bring other potential clients to you? All right, so let me, let me jump in on this. Go ahead, so, bro. 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to give two scenarios, two, two uh, ways of looking at okay. it. Okay. From my point of view, I'm a seasoned barber, right? Okay. So the way I tell the new barbers in here, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say give them a card, but when clients walk in, I, I tell the new barbers, like, it don't matter if that client is here for an appointment or a walk-in or whatever, ask them if they have an appointment or if, or if you can get them. I said, because who who knows? What if I'm not I'm running behind or whatever? If they go with you, that's cool. I'm okay with that because he need he obviously needed to jump jump ship and hurry up and get out cool whatever right. it doesn't bother me you know what i'm saying me personally but as an older barber i would never try to do that to a newer barber you feel me like i would never try to step on their toes because we should be trying to help build them up right, right? So i'm never gonna hand out my cards or try to solicit my services to anyone in the shop unless i know they're my clients or they're walk-in clients but as a new barber i can understand how they can mistake mistakenly promote to other uh, clients or even if they do it on purpose like it's not gonna bother me me personally it ain't gonna bother me because if they really really my client they they gonna be my client and if they jump they probably had a, a good reason to mm -hmm. or they just were they really weren't my client right. you know they, they, right. they, they was just here for, for the moment right you know the philosophy man your client is only your client when they're in your chair right yeah. okay that's the philosophy how you feel about that Ash, man me man i i deal with 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 loyalty you know if a new barber is coming in you know um i'm going to to push for them um their services right but i think you you cross uh, an unspoken line you know in the brotherhood when you start passing out business cards to somebody that's sitting in somebody else's chair whether it's me whether it's someone else as a shop owner that would be something that I, I wouldn't allow and wouldn't be cool with because I think at some point in time, you know, it something would, would rear its ugly head. You know what I mean? When you it says something to me about an individual. You know, mm -hmm. one thing if I can't get him say, Hey man, you know, my man gets down, I don't have time, but hey, you you know, you, you could hook up with him if he's free or whatever. But I think imposing on somebody else's clientele, um, I think that's a toe step. Me personally. Right, so I agree. I can see. Right, what about you, Ayo? Talk to me, yo. Yeah, I, I, I feel, I feel both of y'all though. I, I understand both of y'all saying for sure, and I definitely agree with it. But like I said, it, it, it just depends on how. Like, 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 I feel like if you're trying to, like, you know, build your clientele as far as like you need help building it, but like you said, giving it to somebody else's client. Uh, yeah, it ain't gonna, you know, it, it'll draw some red flags to a certain extent. But like you said, some people just, you know, mean no harm. They just trying to, you know, just wanna wanna grow, you know, eager to grow. Yeah. So you just, it's just that's just a real cautious cautious situation, really. But at the same time, like you said, if, if you, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, trying to say, like, I don't, I don't have no problem with it. You know, I don't have no. It wouldn't make me feel no type of way, but you know, they probably. I'm, I'm, I'm probably want to ask for because that man, my clients are trip, man. They're they're they they they're trip. In, in in my my client in my clientele, what I do, right? So it's not so much even that, because because like like Tank said, if, if in shot, you weren't my barber to begin with. If you jump chairs, and, okay. and that happens, so, right? So that that ain't even an issue. To me, it just speaks the character of the individual. You know what I mean? If 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 at the end of the day, you know, you do that on a big, on a bigger scale, I can't jam with you because that says something about who you are. And if you 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 try to get over somebody, 
behind some clientele? What would you do behind some money? Uh, you uh, know, uh, yeah. a woman? Uh, you, you know what I mean? Potentially. So, I, I can see that. I, I, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. But, but for me, I think it's, it's more so... I try to go by the philosophy, right? The, the biggest thing that stuck out is that is that that's a new barber that's doing yeah. right. Mm -hmm. So this kind of speaks to that whole thing of me wanting to meet them at that level, right? That's one of those fundamental things that if no one taught yeah. you that, I can't fault you for not knowing what you don't know. You don't know. You just, yeah. everybody that you've talked, that you've listened to on social media, everybody on Facebook tell you promote, 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 push your business, get, give out your business card. You just trying to follow suit with what you've been recommended to do. So it's potential that you unintentionally stepped on a toe. You know what I mean? I think in that case, the the biggest, the biggest need to happen in a situation like that, in my personal opinion, is whoever the seasoned barber is or whoever the barber that it happened to, you need to be able to put your pride and ego aside and your own assumptions of things. Pull that young barber aside and talk to him. Absolutely. Kind of put them on the same. At least then if I have a conversation with you and then it happen, it continues to happen. Right. Now I can make the assumption that that's yeah. who you are. Right. Because I gave you the information. Now now you can't you can't fall on the you don't know what you don't know because you know and you're still doing it. So that question made me come up with another question. I actually wasn't gonna answer that. I was just gonna go right into the next question. Mm -hmm. The next question is Poaching in a barbershop, right? It happens. It happens all the time. But what made me think about this question was the fact that it was talking about a young barber. What are some of the most um, troubling things that you guys are seeing in the newer generation of barbers coming into the barbershop? Right. <laughs> Somebody said, give your number to his girlfriend. Because you're <laughs> but I was thinking the same. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> hey, no man, man, we gotta pin that. That's that's a <laughs> man. That's diabolical. That's dude. Like, diabolical. You talking about get back? Right. Hey, that, that's some real that's get smoke signals, bro. I won't smoke. Definitely, definitely. Uh. So yeah, what do y'all think about that, man? What are some things, some trends that you're seeing with, with the younger generation of barbers? Rather, it don't have to necessarily be anybody that you're seeing in your shop, but we all seeing newer barbers every day on social media. We've all been to the schools. You're seeing what's happening in the schools. What are some of the things that you're seeing with the new generation of barbers that you think is uh is is is, is not what's up, man? It's not conducive to the industry. It's not conducive to barbering or whatever. Alright, so I want to answer this first real quick. I think one thing that a lot of the younger barbers, new barbers straight out of barber school do that is not right or, yeah, I guess it's not right, is they want that instant gratification. Mm -hmm. They want to come into the shop and charge that top dollar price. Mm -hmm. They want to come in the shop and charge more than everyone in the shop because they feel that they're worth it. Not saying that their haircuts aren't good, but they feel that they're worth it when it's like, in the barber industry, you have to put in the work, mm -hmm. right? People respect you for putting in the work. You can't just jump in the in the in the game and want to charge this when clients don't even know who you are. Mm -hmm. Never seen you in the barbershop before. You just the brand new kid in there and you're charging more than the most seasoned barber in there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you oh I'm not gonna be in the shop today because I ain't got no appointments. Right. So they leave. Yeah, and now they're missing out on walk-ins, now they're messing up their own clientele because they're so in their own head wanting to be that that big barber, that social media, that that fancy barber, whatever you wanna call it. Right. So 
they come in the game with the wrong mindset, I think, now, especially nowadays. They want that instant fame, that instant gratification. They want to come in and just get all that when it's like, we need to work towards that. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I get it. If you don't have an appointment, you want to leave. That's cool, but let's build you up first to where it doesn't affect you financially for you leaving because you didn't have an appointment. I agree. Piggyback on something you said, that's that's the, the, the biggest pet peeve for me, man, that I see is it's the amount of um, entitlement that I see coming from the newer generation of barbers. Yeah. That whole philosophy, that whole mindset of I ain't got no appointments, so I ain't going in today or my last head, I ain't got no more heads for, for the next four hours. I'm leaving early or I'm coming in late. That's such a selfish way of thinking right. because first and foremost, you, you, you're limiting your own growth and potential right. yeah. because you, 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 can, you can't cut 100% of the heads that you're not there to cut. Yeah. You're not there to cut them. You can't cut it. You're not there to cut it. You can't turn them into a client. That's just simple math. That's how that works. But I also feel like uh, it needs to be said, and I've said it a few times, but it needs to be said even louder. Maybe coming from you, it'll, it'll resonate a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying this video idea, nothing. But <laughs> I feel like people need to understand that when you aren't there in the barbershop, you're negatively affecting the barbershop. Yeah. You negatively affecting everybody else in the shop because although Tank is there, Ayo there, Ash there, I'm there, but if these other three younger guys not here, when the clients come in the shop, the first thing they see is the empty chairs. Right. Right. They right. wonder, hey, why? Clients associate a full barbershop, be it even if it's just barbers at each chair. They associate a full barbershop with a good barbershop. Yeah. They associate a vacant barbershop, maybe I shouldn't come back. Right. It's, it's unfortunate, but that's how it goes. Yeah. But also, it's a bad environment builder when every time somebody come in a shop, it's only two or three people that I communicate with because we got to understand barbershop is what we do. We break bread. We have conversations. A lot of times people come to the barbershop so much that clients make and mend friendships with other clients because they we I come every Saturday. He also come every Saturday for his barber, so I know him. I'm familiar with him. We can pick up on that same conversation. Right. Well, you'll never get a chance to be a part of that ecosystem if you're not there. Well, you cut out early. It's right. just to me, is it's it's frustrating and it, it comes from a very, very, very um selfish state of mind. It's that's a selfish way of thinking, man. Look, um I, I would agree. I, I think social media has been um a beautiful tool for our industry but in some instances is done just as bad um coming out of barber school now guys look at, at for instance tank tank be chopping you you know you've gained notoriety you know what i'm saying you're a seasoned vet but they don't know your backstory right so they just see okay tank be chopping and guys like that so we want to jump right out of of of, of you know barber school and, and we want to get it cracking we, we want to be that barber that sets the world on fire overnight so we want to you know we, we're privileged and we you know we want to do appointments and, and all the old things that got barbers to where they may be now or where they got to at the pinnacles of their career you know being able to um 
be there and be patient to build your clientele, cutting kids. Like you'll see some some guys, you know, they don't want to cut kids or they don't want to take walk-ins, you know, and haven't been doing it long enough. And like you said, that gives a black eye on the business when people walk in and you're ne ne never, excuse me, able to service clients. Um, it's just they, they think they're going to pop off overnight. And I think that's one of the things that has um, went in a backwards direction with, with the industry. You know, you got to gotta pay your dues in anything it is that you do when you're new to it. Absolutely. Real quick, with everybody in the live, do us a favor. Down on the bottom right-hand corner of your screen, there's a little arrow. I want you to tap that arrow and share the live to five people. If we get everybody to share this live to five people, we can build this crowd up again and we can get this thing popping again. Also, while you sharing the live, make sure you tap the arrow at the top of the screen, right up there. You tap <laughs> the arrow at the top of the screen and follow everybody back. We follow everybody. We also follow back. I know I follow back. I've got to follow back because I got I to gotta see what you're doing. I want to know. So follow <laughs> us. Tap in. Share the live to five people. Get it back up. But let's get back into right. this thing. We got a question down at the bottom about a, uh, Ace of Fades. We need to know, Ace of Fades, what's your age, bro? I want to know if you're the original. I need to know if you're the original, bro. Who the OG? Who the OG in the live, bro? <laughs> the question about Ace of Fades is, uh, is social media promotion better than passing out business cards? I would say in today's day and age, yes, because when was the last time someone gave you a business card or a flyer and you actually looked at it and kept it? Exactly. See the fact that y'all are thinking, <laughs> right? So, social media, man. We, we go to social media. Use it to do my. Head. I ain't gonna do that to you. I ain't do that to you. <laughs> Don't believe it. And everyone's always on their phone on social media. Right. You, like you go to Walmart, people are on their phone on social media. You go to the gym, people are on their phone on social media in between sets. At the barbershop, the clients are on their phone while they're getting haircuts, right? right? So it's like social media is probably the biggest pond of people where you can throw your rod in to reel in a client you know what i'm saying and if you're not posting on social media that is an issue now you can still uh get clientele without social media but putting yourself on social media is putting you putting yourself out there to to more people watching you more people seeing you more people who can possibly turn into a client you know what i'm saying so that's why i feel that social media is a great way to build clientele and, I, and I've done it on Instagram, uh, even on YouTube. People were like, I saw your YouTube video, and I, I wanted to come in and get a haircut by you. People have flown from different parts of the, of the country to come get a haircut by me. Now, they weren't long-term clients, but, you know, it, it's still, it was still cool. Right. So I think social media is probably one of the best way to promote, in my opinion. Uh, I'm not saying it's the only way that works or, or whatever, but in my opinion, social media is better than handing out business cards. I agree. I agree. I think that social media is way more powerful than we like to give it credit for. However, I do. I am a subscriber to still having business cards on hand because yeah. every again you will get that walk in that comes in, and it's it's still crazy to me that it happens. But the walk in to come in, you will be able you know to squeeze them in in between or whatever the case may be, cut their hair, right. and the first thing they ask is, "Man, you got a business card?" Right. When I didn't have it, it was kind of like. How do I explain to this eighty-year-old man how to use social media yeah. to book an appointment? Right. Yes. Yeah. So having that business card is it's it's still a powerful enough tool. Well, it's relevant in twenty twenty-three. Right. But if if you're not marketing yourself on social media, you are undervaluing your potential tremendously. Yeah. Tremendously, you're missing the mark. It, it's interesting. What what I learned 
So, Hank, I've been I've been cutting for over 20 years, um, but full time only four. I worked in school system, coach basketball. So when I went full time, you know, prior to that, I had a limited clientele because I couldn't, you know, I, I could only cut so many heads, working mm -hmm. a full time job and then coming home, right? Mm -hmm. So when I got in the shop and I started to put up pictures because I, I like a dinosaur, you know what I mean? For me, I didn't know nothing about social media, nothing like that. I knew Facebook, that was it. So my wife and my kids put me on to it. And then what I started to notice as I continued to grow, and even with my beard culture apparel brand, anytime I would post something, I would turn around and somebody would book with me. Mm -hmm. Or somebody would, would, would contact me, you know, for a t-shirt or a hat. It, it was amazing. I think in, in your geographic area, it's cool to, to pass out business cards. And I still believe that um, word of mouth is, is always going to be your biggest, biggest marketing tool. But right. to get on here and to have guys, and we watch barbers like yourself and barbers all over, attract clients from all over the country and sometimes the world because of their marketing and promotion on Facebook. So I, I think it hits a, a much um, a wider range of, of people. So I think both of them are, are in this industry are very necessary. Because And another thing I'm going to say, because of reciprocity um, agreements with, within state to state, if I'm barbering and I'm visible on um, social media, it may be a little easier for me to pick up and relocate and make my presence felt yeah. somewhere opposed to passing out those business cards. I have my portfolio, you know, um, reels and pictures of haircuts. And so I, I think this, this, this platform has done amazing things for the industry. I agree. I didn't even think about that. That's a great point. Be it that you're recording and you're capturing everything you're doing, not only are you capturing your growth, you, uh, you're able to critique yourself and, and learn from your prior uh, captures or whatever, whatever you were doing, right. how to better approach something. A lot of times I go back and watch old videos and I, I reassess like, hmm, it's a better way I could have said that. It's a better way I could have positioned that or whatever the case may be. But that's a great point you, make, you bring up. Your social media presence is also your walking portfolio. You got to think as barbers, stylists, estheticians, and, and uh, nail techs, things like that, without, this is unsolicited, okay? <laughs> we're not saying anything that we're saying is a fact, okay? <laughs> but as a barber, stylist, esthetician, anything in, in this, this beauty industry, you could go anywhere on this planet and, and be a six-figure person, yeah. anywhere on the face of the earth. Right. And invent yourself to a six-figure person, whether they know you or not, just off your ability to service people and render service right. that as long as we, 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 uh, we share this planet Earth is going to be needed. Right. And today, out with the new virus that make hair, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so. Yeah. So I did want to add something just uh, to talk about because we're kind of on that t uh, topic was one thing that has really worked for me, and I've seen it work for a lot of barbers also, mm -hmm. is uh, Google. Make make your business find you know to where people can see it on Google. Have people write you reviews so when people search, because you're gonna be googling where's a barbershop in my area. You know, right. if you move to a new city, you're gonna get on Google barbershops around me. So if you can build yourself your business presence, uh, if you can build that up on Google, get good reviews. You're responding to all your uh, reviews and comments. 
it builds up that business and it starts to put it out there more for when people do search up barbers or barbershops in the area, you put yourself at a higher chance of getting looked at or even booked. Because right. I think that has worked better for me more than Instagram and more than passing out cards. Really? Okay. Yeah. What's up? That's what's so you said the bigger you cast your net, right? Yeah. Casting your net. I've heard it put that way before. And I think that's uh, that's one of those philosophies. I would think that, okay, somebody like yourself that's been on YouTube for a few years, that's something that you had to adopt into your approach to building up your following base on YouTube. You had to cast a bigger net, which means right. you got to post more, which means you got to engage more. Yeah, right. So being able to promote yourself across all multiple platforms, okay, it makes sense, my guy. Right. It makes sense, my guy. You, you might have hit right. on one right there. Hey, we got a question down here. It says, um, "Stylist Brianna, are attending trade shows worth it?" Uh, I think. Go ahead. Uh, personally, yeah, I believe they are. I think it's worth it because, let's say, for instance, you go to a trade show, right? If you've never been to a trade show, uh, the first thing you're going to experience is a, a jolt of energy that you haven't experienced in a long time because you are going to be in a room absolutely surrounded by like-minded people mm -hmm. uh like-mindedness in the in the sense that they got love for this industry like you do enough love that they got up took off or took their off day because we only get those two a week most of us right they took one of them off days and they came to a trade show so that in itself you got something to talk about so for me that's that's one of the biggest uh um draws to going to the trade shows and the barber shows and uh i'm not gonna eat them all up it's the most y'all go ahead and eat too this table is for everybody man yeah so i i think like you said uh i was gonna say basically the same thing when it comes to these trade shows like you said you get so much like you're just excited to be there right. you're linking people the fact that you have all these people in the same room with you who are wanting to do something similar to what you're doing whether it be promoting on social media that most trade shows they'll have someone there talk, teaching you how to promote social media whether you're trying to get new tools most trade shows gonna have the these barber companies or even these uh beautician companies out there selling new tools or new products so you get a lot of this energy from the new stuff that's out there the people who are out there recordings is going crazy and then that energy that you feel from everyone is just it's always positive in my opinion and i think that it is worth it because you're gonna be motivated as heck when you get back. Like you're gonna be, you're gonna be ready to go. Now that that motivation may leave, but like when you have that motivation, that's a good time to start thinking about what your next move is. Right, right. Thanks. So for for me, um, they say your 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 network equals your net worth, mm -hmm. and so that's an opportunity to go there and network with people and meet people from all over the country. Um, they're providing classes, um, so different techniques, different ideologies that, you know, you may not be accustomed to. So not only are you networking and you're meeting new people and you're getting that jolt of energy um, because not only, you know, like-minded people, but this is your lane and this is what you do um, for a living. And you're also seeing that what you aspire to do is possible because now you're able to follow so many Barbers, so you're seeing big name barbers that are doing amazing stuff. So it puts that battery in your back to say, I can do the same thing. So you get a little bit of everything. Those new tools you're able to access that maybe other people didn't access. So, yeah, I, I think it's well worth yeah. it. Yeah. Also, don't 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 understand undersell the value of um, 
just going and doing something relaxing because a lot a lot of times you don't have to go to a training show to overwhelm yourself it's not supposed to feel like work right you could go to a trade show and just take in the festivities you're gonna have people cutting hair you're gonna have vendors you're gonna have people selling food you're gonna have clothes tools like he said uh you're gonna have showcasing barbers and stylists right. go and just take in the environment and enjoy being immersed somewhere that's that's part of the industry that you're in um the biggest well another big takeaway from partaking and going to trade shows is the more you go to them more value you're gonna take back to your shop yeah. wherever you cut hair wherever, wherever you do what you do on a day-to-day -day basis you're gonna start to take value back because it's almost impossible to go to a trade show and not pick up something yeah. to add to your repertoire of what you're doing it's almost impossible absolutely absolutely um it was a it was a comment earlier or a question earlier and down here um what are y'all views on traveling barbers or is it better to stay stationed uh at a location oh man that's that's a tough one uh i don't personally know any traveling barbers uh well i know a few I, I i misspoke i do know a few but i don't know what their business model looks like right so i really can't speak on how a traveling barbers situation is but i know for me being at the barbershop is what works for me right so i would never go into trying to do a mobile barber because that's not something i've learned that's not something that i know how to do i mean if i if i needed to learn it i'm pretty sure i could right. but mm -hmm. my lane is being at a barbershop right. so mm -hmm. my opinion is going to be being <laughs> in a barbershop that's what i know right, right. but i can't really speak on which one's better but i know i'm pretty sure you can make a good living doing either or absolutely i agree I agree. I think you you can make a lot of money being a traveling barber, but it, it, it has to you you have to one had a lifestyle to sustain it. Right. If if you got a family, you, you got somebody waiting for you at home, right. that right. lifestyle is not it ain't it, bro. Right. <laughs> like it yeah. Right. It it can be extremely uh very hard to manage. Yeah. Uh very hard on your time, very hard on on you. You know, you I'll I'll give you a brief story, right? I, um, I used to travel like to different states doing services. I would get, you know, asked to come out to this state or that state or whatever. Da da da. I was so excited to do it that I didn't consider or even think how it would affect my day to day ability, you know, to do everything else with the family or how would it would affect my ability to be in the shop. I just knew I wasn't gonna be there this day and that day. But I'm gonna go because this opportunity is here now. So I'm gonna go take this opportunity. I'm gone. Yeah. Bro, one of the biggest mistakes of that is when you come back, you still got to sustain the day-to-day. Absolutely. You still got to be daddy. You still got to be husband. You still got to be a barber. You still got to be a business owner. You still got to all these things. And if you if you traveling and trying to sustain your ability to do the day-to-day, you will hit that wall of burnout real fast. The biggest nemesis of any barber stylist is burnout. You yeah. don't want to do nothing to, to further encourage you getting to that point sooner. It's right. always going to be a client that's going to sit in that chair that's going to make you feel like right. this might be it. Right. I, I wouldn't suggest adding anything to that. Now, if you are single, young, you want to travel, then that might work for you. Right. You know, that might that might be right in your lane because, right. you know, you're available to do it. You're available to sustain it. 
But if, if your goal is to grow, um, cement yourself in your community and grow where people know you where you are, build your family. If your baby go to school somewhere or you have children at all, your plan is to get married or anything like that. Um, highly advise consider right. before you in that direction. Let me say this. With all that being said, that's the beauty of this industry. Absolutely. Is that you, you know, whatever works for you. We're the plug. People need our services and what it is that we do. So if it's somebody that likes getting out there, like you said, traveling and, and, and that lifestyle works for them, or if you want to be planted in the barbershop, I know that's my, my thing too. But whatever works for individuals, this is a beautiful industry and it gives you choices. With that being said, somebody had a question earlier. And just for all of us, and I know, you know you're big on, on different tools. Somebody asked earlier, um, what, what, what are the best trimmers that, that um, you've used and, and, and came across? I've seen that earlier. Yeah. So I think best is subjective, right? Like everyone's going to have their own feeling towards certain tools or whatever. Uh, and like you said, I've used a lot of trimmers, you know, a, a lot of them. Like almost everyone that's came out, I've tried. Uh, and in my personal opinion, I try to be unbiased when I when I talk about tools, but I do have my But in my personal opinion, I think the best ones currently would probably have to uh, be still the Babyliss, the FX, the Gold FX, okay. mm -hmm. and the uh, new Sabres uh, from StarCraft. Okay. And I say okay. that, but but I also want to say that the Andes T Outliners, the, the, the black ones, the GTX XOs, mm -hmm. Those are up there too, so it's hard to pick. But I like the way the Babyliss and the Sabers feel in my hand better than the Andes. But the okay. Andes perform Sabers. Yeah, the Stylecraft Sabers. That's okay. the kind of uh, short bodies, right? Uh, nah, it's the new ones. Okay. I don't have to look at those. I'm not familiar with those. But that, okay. The Andes GTX XO it works good. I just didn't. I didn't like it how it felt in my hand. But okay. it worked really good. Okay. So it's hard to say which one is the best because every barber is going to have their own opinion. But I just wanted to put that out there. Okay. 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 Um, I love all kind of clippers, but I, I've come up on a new clipper, and I've been having a ball boy, with it. Boy, I got him weird. He was ready. Like, for real. The, the poor, poor man, <laughs> I've been a ball with it. Um, my man Rico, he has done wonderful things. Um, like I said, I've been 20 plus, man, and, and I've had all kind of clippers and, and boys jump out the box, and, and I've just been hitting, barely tapping, and they've been going to work. So feel good in my hand. They lightweight, um, you know, zero gap to perfection. So right now, you know, that that's what I'm, I'm having a ball with them, man. I would agree, man. I would agree because I've been using the uh, format trimmers for about a week now. Okay. And I I didn't have to adjust them. That right. that was the biggest um, difference maker for me because I used the the Andes GTX two the uh, the black cordless yeah. ones. I used those and out the box I still I had to adjust them to get them where I wanted them. For me the biggest the biggest I guess what attracts me to a clipper is how ready to go is it out the box. Right. Yeah. How ready is it out the box when i pull it out the box do i have to do a bunch of adjusting do i gotta switch the blade do i gotta 
put on, you know, ceramic or is it ready to go out the box, charge it and go. And that's that's what I found with, with the four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with the kill. Yeah. Yeah, that, I'm I'm like you, man. These eyes, as I get older, these eyes don't work like they used to. You see, I got my my extra my my help on on my face. So, looking at you know being able to adjust, so so being able to jump out that that box, um, that that means a lot to me. So yeah. What about yeah. Al? Man, I ain't gonna hold y'all, boy. Man, them them uh Andy's GT, man, they got me in a chokehold right now. Okay. I can't put them down. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I I didn't fool with them at all at first. Like I would I would go all the way around. Like I see them, I'm like, no, I, don't, I ain't I ain't gonna get them. And some just one day just was like, grab my grab a pearl, man. I done bought like man, I got like like three or four pearls. Really? <laughs> the wait, wait wait with Kev wavy kid Kev. He wanted to know what we were talking about. We're talking about um your what is your favorite trimmer as a barber right now? Oh yeah. I, I I ain't tried the GTS. Ain't good. Yeah, yeah they work. Good. I gotta say they do work good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think everybody in in the game, Andy's been around for so long. You you know, um, you know that they, 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 they gonna always have ghost status. But I'm 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 partial right now. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> you got a uh, stress cuts. Another dope name. That's a dope IG stress cut. Let me make sure I follow you because that IG is hard. I I gotta make sure I follow because. You got some inspiration just off your <laughs> Trescus, say, uh, he had a comment he made earlier, moving to a new location. How do we deal with barbers uh, he feel is hating on him? Mm. What's, what's the rest of the question? Barbers that's hating on him, or is it even worth it? Should you uh, just move on to the new location, or is there a way to address it? It's, it's perspective, right? Understand that hating is a very lazy form of flattery, my boy. If they hate on you, you're doing something right. You're doing something right. Keep doing you. Right. Don't change up what you're doing to accommodate somebody's insecurities with themselves. Talk that talk. Mm. talk. That come with it. Like that come with it. If you ain't if you ain't doing nothing right, they ain't they wouldn't be worried about it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of times, man, people People take out their own insecurities on you because your ability to do something that they they haven't motivated themselves to do, or they don't know how to. Yeah, that's you, you expressing yourself exactly in ways that they haven't made to yet. You're doing this to be negatively associated yeah. with it. Yeah, let them be, man. Let them be. I want to piggyback a little bit. I just want to ask them to that. Go ahead. When people talk, I like to hear that because that in turn motivates me. Like if people are hating on me. Like, that would motivate me to go even harder so I could set this dude up. Because right. they can't say nothing once I'm doing good. Like, once I'm successful at whatever it is, whether it's building your clientele, owning the shop, whatever it may be, once I get to where I need to be, they can't say right. nothing. Right. And if they do, then it's it's not even like, it's just, it's irrelevant. Right. So just go, go hard. Go hard. That's it. Also, if you doing what you doing, and you making them connections with your clients, you're going to be untouchable. Right. Yep. People people going to do a lot of the gum bumping, right. but your client going to back you. Every time your client hits somebody, another barber in another shop or whatever the case, right. talking ill on you, they're going to be like, who we talking about? Right. Nah, bro. Hell nah. That ain't nah. That ain't right. that's, nah. Cap. Stop cap. And if, <laughs> if, <laughs> if, <laughs> if <laughs> for some 
you're doing something right to begin with. Absolutely. You, you know what I'm saying? You 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 give them something to talk yep. about. Understand that doing nothing doesn't warrant attention. Right. You gotta be doing something for people to even be focusing on Absolutely. you. So take it take it as a, as a as a as a a silent nod of accomplishment. That's all it is, bro. They see the haters way of saying I love you is are oh, you trash, bro? Right. You got it. You got it. Right. Right. You're just saying that, bro. You doing something right. Right. You're doing something right. And even if even if you're not perfect, if you're not where you want to be, use that as an encouragement to put another fresh battery in your back and keep moving forward, bro. Right. You're gonna fail, fail forward. Don't ever fail in somebody else's stagnant right. monotony. Like That's nah, right. we ain't doing that, bro. Go harder. Go harder. Just make just 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 make you go hard. Yeah. Yeah. Can't slow me down. No sir. Can't slow me down. Somebody said it in the comments earlier, right? The one thing we gotta always remember that that as human beings we tend to get away from. What's yours is yours already. Absolutely. Whether you've received the blessing or not, right? It's already yours. You can't can nobody say or do nothing to distract or take you or deviate what God already got planned for you yep. unless you start moving in the opposite direction of what the plan was supposed to be. Absolutely. Huh? Absolutely. Who you? Absolutely. That boy finna start preaching. Come on, pal. Understand on, the struggle man. out here in the South, how they did me coming <laughs> from Chicago, bro. So, so, so with that being said, with, with you being in, in being a Houston barber, um, is there camaraderie amongst barbers in, in, in your area, um, Tank? Uh, so I think now there is. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to say maybe 10, 8 years ago, there was somewhat of a, I don't want to say a beef, but there was some type of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of the word right now. It's going to click to me a little bit. But there's there's a little bit of animosity between the some heat out there. There, right. there was some. And not, not saying me personally or anyone oh. I knew, but just talking to other barbers, I would always hear, oh, this person don't like me, or this barber don't like me, or this barber's mad at me because I took his client. It was always stuff like that. And it's like, man, like, I don't – and I, honestly, I think it was just misunderstanding. I don't really think any barber really hated each other. Right. But now with social media, and we have a lot of events out here in Houston uh, – Little little battles, little showcases that a lot of the barbers go to, and the camaraderie is is really huge out here, man. Like a lot of them, always come up to me and we we chop it up. The new ones, cut the new barbers come up to me and ask me, you know, hey, what do I need to do for this? Yada yada yada, and I try to help them out. And I think the camaraderie is really big now, and I, I don't think it's just in Houston. I think across the board now, due to social media, and so many people can connect with other people. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, that's that's a major contributor yeah. to it, man. Major. Right. But you know what? It's just uh, geographically where you located, bro. Texas, Florida, Chicago, and New York. <laughs> Dense in barbers. Dense. Yeah. A lot Dense. of them. And, and not just throwaway barbers. I'm talking about right. barbers. Right. Dense. Right. So, yeah, anywhere it's like that, Memphis, Mississippi, bro, it's yeah, it's gonna be like that. Yeah, it's gonna be like that. But let me ask you this, man. I, I was having this conversation earlier today with a guy. He got thirty years experience in the industry, and I was asking him. I'm gonna ask y'all. This is a, a community question for everybody on the podcast. Everybody listening. 
what can we do to kind of what can we do to start to change the narrative of the clickish uh, uh, scene in Barber? It's it's a lot in cities. I know you see it in your city. I see it in mine. It's mm. a lot of clicks. Everybody clicked up, mm. and this click don't mess with that click for whatever reason. The old school Neanderthal barbers don't mess with the enhancement barbers. The enhancement barbers ain't messing with the uh the corded barbers. Yeah. The corded barbers ain't messing with the appointment barbers, and the appointment barbers don't do walk-ins. So what what can we do to kind of break up them clicks and get everybody on the understanding that as long as we keep servicing this industry productively, we all leave. Your win, my win. My win is your win. As a community. Whether, like you said, whether you're an older barber, a younger barber, appointment barber, walking barber, whatever type of barber you are, I think we just all need to come to an agreement and an understanding that whatever type of barber you are, whether you use enhancements, whether you don't, whether you only do walk-ins, whether you do appointments, whether you work all day, whether you work late night, whatever type of barber you, you want or you think you want to be, mm -hmm. there's going to be clients for you. There's going to be be a client for every single barber out there. If you want to charge ten dollars a haircut and get clients out in ten minutes, I guarantee you there are people looking for those barbers because they they got places they got to right. go. You want right. an hour on a haircut and give the most blurriest blend enhancement everything? There's gonna be clients looking for that. You want right. to just walk-ins all day? There's gonna be clients looking for that. So I just think collectively <laughs> we need to understand that I shouldn't be worried about what the next barber's doing. Because he's getting to his bag. I need to worry about just getting my bag and staying in my lane. Absolutely. Right. Everybody barbering in their own way. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, it, and it, it should just, you know, be a brotherhood, sisterhood, and just respect what everybody's um, doing, like you said. And, and, again, that's the beautiful part of the industry is we, we have choices. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't get the animosity, the clickishness, and, I, I don't I don't understand it, you know what I'm saying, me personally, but you know, I, I guess you probably have that um in any career field. You know what I mean? Basketball, you know, football base you know, whatever, because I think it boils down to um characteristics of individuals. You know? I, I agree. It's it's man, it's somebody said it earlier in the comments just now, I wrote I stroke stroll past it. They said it needs to be more mentoring and it needs, it needs to be more people with those those generations in the game but two parts two folds to that story right it needs to be more mentoring meaning more more guys with kumph, mature maturity longevity in the industry willing to mentor the guys coming in but it also needs to be more guys willing to listen uh, you that that was yeah. more getting because it 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 does you no good if you're getting jewels and you just throwing them out because you don't understand them. That, you, you being from Houston, it, it's interesting. It, I got a story from yesterday. So um, me and my um, my son work, work together. So, of course, he has a, a younger clientele, right? So one, one, one of his homeboys was in yesterday, and he comes in with his iPad. So I'm like, um, what you watching? He said, I'm checking out um, the 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 – million dollar worth of game with, with Gilly and Wallow with, with, with the Prince family. Mm -hmm. So he's talking about Jay Prince and, and, and you know, his family, his son, yeah. whatnot. So he's like, man, you know, dude, old, and he, he think he got pulled. And, and I'm like, bro, he, he, he heavy. I'm like, he heavy. He, 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 done put it, he, done, he done put his work in. He done made relationships. His character been thorough. He, he, he has pulled. 
man, they don't, y'all don't understand it. Us new guys, we, we, we man, we, we don't care about no old school cats. And that's their mentality. Every time, hit my son with some of my son, favorite, favorite word all day long, you old. That was a long, long time. We, we, no matter what we talk, that's the mentality of them younger dudes. I'm like, man, do a little research, man. Check, check what, what Jake Prince is about. Got a good book. Just, you know what I'm saying? Check, check his credentials. Man, you, you know, man, uh, us new school, man, we, we ain't going, we ain't going on, we, we ain't going for none of that. We don't want to hear that. And that's the mentality in, in all eras. And so then when you start seeing this era of barbering with, with, with social media and stuff, it's hard for them to take it all in. And I, I think that's the biggest part. In order to be a mentor, you got to have a mentee. You know, mm. and they, they, they got to be, that's, that's, the toughest part yeah. yeah so real quick while we while we jumping through these subjects we got a few more questions tank we we, we don't know how long we holding you bro whenever you got you good. Talk, let us know you're good i let her hear myself yeah. talk man let's get it <laughs> okay. so first and foremost thank everybody for tuning in this is i cut my way up podcast live with tank be chopping we also have ash at beard culture barbershop and gallery barbershop and gallery yes, he got to introduce that dude down there. That's AO Ace of Face, the original OG. It was we we got we got all that cleared up. He's the original AO Ace of Face. Am your neighborhood barber shot a barber. We do this every Wednesday night. We bring in the most influential barbers in the barbering industry who are coming out and they out here making an impact and they have something to say. We're trying to bring those stories to you. So if you are not already doing so, make sure you follow us. Hit that little <clears throat> right there. Just tap that little thing right there to drop down, follow everybody. Why you still here? A lot of people been doing it, and we appreciate you. Hats off to you. I'm all the way off, but I'm not because my lining is not right. <laughs> Hit the pro at the bottom, down on that corner, and make sure you share the lives of five people. If five people share the five people. How many people is that? More, more people. My math ain't good. Let's go. <laughs> but Question we got in here, we got a uh, stylist, Brianna, again. Didn't we just ask? No, she said, do y'all do battle cuts? What do you think about traveling and teaching? That's two questions. She slipped one in there. She's yeah. sneaky. We got to watch you. How y'all feel about uh, battling cuts, uh, competitions? I'm assuming that's what she meant. Again, not everybody at once, man. Yeah, you know, I, I want to let y'all speak, man. I feel like I've been talking about it. I want to let do you do? Do you do competition cuts? Nah, so okay, I guess I'll speak. Nah, uh, yeah. I've, never, I've never been in an actual uh, an actual barber battle. Like I've never done one. Uh, I've been the judge of a few. I've gone to them. I've seen my co-barbers compete, and it's cool. You know, I, I think it's cool. I don't do it, uh, but it's it's cool to be at. It's cool to see. You know, every barber just locked in. You know, doing doing their magic. It, it, it's 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 something really nice to see, man. I I enjoy going and watching or judging or whatever the case may be. But I don't do them. And then I'm gonna go ahead and answer the second question. What do y'all think about traveling and teaching? Uh, that's been something that I've done here in Houston. Uh, I've gone to a couple barber schools. I've gone to a couple barber supply stores. Uh, we've held classes. I've taught not just how to cut hair but uh how to build clientele how to set pricing how to uh do social media marketing how to get clientele i've taught a lot of different things that's based on barbering not just cutting hair and uh i really enjoy it it's something that i may 
lean towards maybe here in the near future. Not 100% sure yet, but it's something that I do like to do. But going back to what we said a couple hours ago, I still want to cut hair. Right. So, you know. <laughs> Right. I'm going to keep up with you, bro. I don't care what I do. I'm going to keep up and I'm going to, that's going to be our thing. When I see him, I'm like, you still want to cut hair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so shameless plug, unshameless plug. You're in, what part of Houston are you in? I'm actually in like the southeast side of Houston. Southeast okay. side of Houston. I don't know how close you may be to Dallas, but there is an upcoming show February 19th in Dallas, Houston by um, Deanna Fox. The exclusive hair barber battle. Okay, she has put a lot of work into this to this right. to this show. A lot of work into it. We had her on uh, maybe a month or so ago, but uh, I'll be there. Ash, are you going? I have, haven't figured that out yet. You know, the wife just had has surgery, so she's back. Okay. And I remember, uh, Ao, you said you had some stuff you had to take care of, or you had actually you got a show that you're gonna be at because you got. Enough. Wait a minute, hold on. We we just skip past something. You know AO's got AO got nominated, right? That guy down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's in March though. It's in oh, it's uh, a the, the, the uh the show is in the awards is in I think I wanna say it's in March. Yeah, it's March first. So you okay. you receive an award or you got nominated for an award? Uh nominated. I mean I we don't don't know who's gonna win until right. that night. But okay. me being who I am, just comforting myself, I I feel like I'm hey. taking home. Hey. Nice. Now I understand what the AO and AO stands. It's the A, you know. Come on now. M who I'm bro. So yeah, show coming up in Houston. It's gonna be dope. Um it's it's gonna it's gonna be the first things. Like she one of one of the things that she has coming up that I absolutely cannot wait to see is you know when you go to shows they have a lot of um student battles, right? Yeah. When students come in, they do their battles. The way she's structured it is called uh, do what you're supposed to to do what you can, right? So the way she positioned that was the first leg of the battle, you're going to be doing a mock state board. You have to pass that to compete. Okay. Okay. So once you pass the state, it's like a little 20-minute little session, right? Something small that you should pass if you're in school, right? Okay. Once you pass that, now you do what you can. You get busy with your client and do your thing. I love this because I feel like I've gone to a lot of shows somewhere along the line of student competitions. They they kind of started to trend in a different direction where they were trying so much to be like the, the licensed barber competitions that they kind of lost the essence of what they're supposed to be. Yeah. I want to see you showcase, your, showcase your, your talent, but I feel like it should be almost more important that before you set up to cut your, your canvas for the show, I'm watching to see if you're going through your practices of what you're supposed to be doing when you're finna take yeah. your test. You sanitize, did you pre-sanitize before you set that case down? Did you put your gloves on? You dropped your comb. Did you pick it up or did you get another comb? It's, yeah. I want to see those things. I think that should be as much a part of a student battle yeah. as a battle. It's like being in school. Man, it's like you want to play sports, but you can't play sports unless you do what you're supposed to and pass your classes. Absolutely, so I, I like that. Right. Absolutely, I think that's gonna be yeah. dope, man. Yeah. Ash, how you feel about the uh, battle? Going traveling and battling with well, both of the questions. Uh, she's so big to a 
So back, I, I, I love to watch it, never, never competed, but I love the, the energy. I love how they lock in and, and, and do their thing. And some, um, you know, and again, it's different lanes for different barbers. There's some that, that lock into it and they love to compete and that's their lane. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, as far as traveling and teaching, at some point in time, that's something that I would definitely um, have some interest in doing because I think when we talked about just mentorship, just, you know, um, teaching things the right way and how the, the right way to do things, you know, and, and I think even in my experience with barber school, it was some outside of, of just the technique of cutting hair and the sanitation and just the science of it all, just the, 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 the life skills and the things that go along um, with the, the, the approach and trying to find, you know, your right shop and, and the, the do's and don'ts of, of a barbershop and, and those things that I think are missing, like we mentioned, you know, everybody's their own boss and, you know, um, independent contractor and, and, you know, those things are putting a black eye on, on the barbershops in general. So um, that, that education piece is, is major as, you know, the, the craft continues to grow Absolutely. and we put it in the hands of Absolutely. I just seen cuz by Reggie jumping here. Reggie, what it do? My God, what's going on? I Man, see right. you. Yeah, that's the dude right there. Hey, look. Uh, YouTube. When when we gonna get that collaboration, bro? YouTube. When we gonna get that collaboration, bro? Yeah. Talk to me, bro. Reggie. You know, you know you're watching now, so you heard it, bro. When we gonna it, get that collaboration? It's funny, man. Like. Me and Reggie, I think we both started uh, YouTube around the same time. Uh, I don't know if he started a little bit before me or vice versa. But we started both around the same time. And we kind of do real similar things, but in our own way. Like, he does his reviews. I do my reviews. He does his unboxing. I do mine. And we both cover the same thing, but differently. So you get two different opinions of it, which I think is really, really good, even though it's the same machine. And uh, he's just a cool dude, man. Man, like, I've never met him in person, but just through Instagram, I got his number. Me and him talk a lot. Like we've both been put in good in good positions based off of YouTube, what we were doing on YouTube, and uh, we've been talking about linking up. And it sucks because we were supposed to link up at uh, Connecticut uh, CT Barber Expo last year, but something happened with him and he couldn't make it out. And uh, we just been still we still chop it up pretty pretty much on a daily, man. Whether it's through text or on Insta or on Instagram, we still talk pretty frequently and uh we're gonna be setting something up man as soon as we can get in the same spot we're gonna set something up say less I, I, I will, will, will you be at the barber expo this year the connecticut expo oh yeah okay we we're we, we're linking we're linking hey man I, I feel like we need to take a camera out there man we need to take a camera and a fight man for real. for real for real and just hit that thing running okay i'm running I'm gonna have huh i'm gonna have mine <laughs> Oh yeah, most depth. Listen, we we gonna talk about it. We we got some things coming up, man. If if you don't know, we're grooming this thing to become something more, right? Because it it, it is so much value in these lives. It's so much value in being able to communicate with guys like yourself that's willing to be transparent, that's willing to talk, not only about the industry but the ups and downs of the industries. The, uh, the the how-tos and do's and don'ts of the industry. And what what motivates you? What encourages you to continue to push forward inside of it? So we, we uh, I think I can speak for all of us when we say thank you. We really, really, really appreciate your time. We appreciate you coming on 
and breaking bread with us and being able to, you know, be transparent and be you. Yeah. It's dope when we get somebody like you on and who you are in your videos, it's the same person you are on this live. Cause this this flat foot right here, it don't get no more flat than right. this, cause it ain't really no way to prepare to be fake yeah. or something like that. Right. You don't know where it's gonna go. Right. So to be yourself and be able to come on and do that, man, my hats off to you. You gotta follow on me for good, my boy, because as long as you keep yeah. it out there now, I wanna see it. All right. I Say I appreciate y'all for having me. I know uh my boy Cutflow Dre had hit me up to try to get on with y'all last week. Yes, sir. Working that day, and I was at the shop till a little later than I wanted to be, so I couldn't make it. And I want to apologize to y'all for that. I ain't even apologize to y'all yet. But uh, I just appreciate it, man, because this is so dope to me that I have people like interested in what I gotta say. Yeah. And it, yeah. it just it's it's crazy to me, and and I, and I like it, and I like spreading what I can spread to help the community. Because your reach might be different than my reach, might mm -hmm. be different than another podcast reach. So a lot of times I come on into things and I try to just be 100 with everybody and just try to be as transparent and as true as I can be because it's going to help these people. Regardless if I'm saying the same thing on every podcast, it don't matter because it's going to reach different people. Absolutely. And I just really appreciate y'all for giving me a platform to, to talk to these people about barbering or whatever the case may be. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Um, Man, gratitude, man. You 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 inspire um, the culture. You're doing your thing, man, and, and we're just um, appreciative. And, and we got to give a shout out to Cutflow Dre. Um, he been he he. he, he I'm, I'm gonna start calling him John Stockton. Um, <laughs> He's throwing dimes like like real talk. So we we appreciate him for the assist, man. We appreciate you. Um, for, for being willing to come on and, and um, share your journey and, and hit us with some nuggets and, and just be part of what we're doing, man. We greatly appreciate that. Already, man. No problem. Anytime, hey, anytime I want to do this again, just let me know and we can set this shit up. I'm with it. Hey, that's awesome, bro. That, I think going forward, that for me is the best compliment anybody can give. Absolutely. But for somebody to say, hey, if y'all want to do it again, I'm with yeah. it. That means it was good. You know what I mean? It was positive. Absolutely. It was supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what we rocking with that. So before we let you go, we I think we're gonna start making this a thing, man. Do you follow I Cut My Way Out podcast? I, yeah. Okay. However, let me I just followed them today. With respect. Bang. Yeah. Respect. That's what we yeah. need. That's yeah. what we and that's, that's us collectively. Yeah. That's all exactly, exactly. And I want to, I want you to lead the people with this, man. What is in the future for you, or do you have a message? Anything that you want to leave with the people before we let you go? Yeah, man. I just want to tell all the the newer barbers, the people coming just straight out of barber school who can't find a shop, can't find clientele, who don't really know how to build clientele, don't know how to talk to, to clients, don't know how to do any of this. I just want to tell y'all, just keep pushing, man. Keep working. Keep doing what you think is right. Keep putting the right foot forward. Learn. Be willing to learn. Take in as much knowledge as you possibly can. And keep pushing, and you're going to get there. You're going to get there. Just keep getting it. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's that's a good message, man. What about you, A.O.? What you going to leave with? A.O., you hey. are My boy, I just need you to know that. what you going to leave with the people, man. I mean, it, it's kind of like what he said, man. Like you just, like, you just can't stop, man. Like it, it happens. It gonna happen for you. You know, you just can't give up. Like 
and you can like you said, you always gotta be willing to learn. Like we 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 as barbers, we a lot of us are visual learners and a lot of us, you know, we learn from a lot that's passed down to us. So like you just can't get comfortable with with learning. You gotta always be willing to wanna learn. Cause this 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 game evolves every day. Absolutely. And if you one of them ones that wanna sit back and just be like, you know, I'm comfortable where I'm at a couple weeks from now they gonna turn into years from now, you know, and well, you know, you way behind on, on right in front of you every, every day. Run it back, you gotta run, be... run it back. That just spoke to my soul, bro. Run that back. What what you say? A couple of what turned uh, into a, a what? A couple, a couple of weeks will turn into a couple of years real quick. Right. And for you know, like I said, you always gotta be willing to learn. Like I learn from, I learn from people every day. Every time I open, open hey. my my Instagram or whatever social I'm on, and I and I'm I'm, I'm looking through her, cause I'm learning. I'm learning for some some of these guys I don't know, never met, never seen. You know, I'm I'm learning. I I pick up something off of them. Like as coming out of school, like you got to be willing to learn. You got to. What you say in that first episode we did, bro? That's that's gonna be the uh, this week's caption. I'm gonna tell you in it when I put it. Right. That's gonna be the caption. What you just said. A couple weeks turned into a couple years. I'm gonna put that on the list. The next four videos. That's that's a great message. I don't seen it happen to people though, man. Definitely, I, I was a victim. It happened. To, I victimized myself. It, yeah, it, it can happen. That, that 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 that's one. That's a form of us learning from that though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it 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 it, it, it can easily happen. You know, it can easily, it can definitely easily happen. Yeah. What about you, Ash? What you got? Wrap it up, boss. So, man. The brains behind the whole uh, operation. I gotta. Go ahead and put this back up here. My man for mass. Um oh boy, got man, if you clipper. Got a holster for it. If, if you, <laughs> I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Anybody on here watching us, following us, you place your order on fourmilesgrooming.com. Put in I cut my way out 15, you'll get a 15% um discount and free shipping. Give it a shot. You'll be pleasantly surprised, man. We done been through a lot of clippers. It's definitely Reggie with it. Reggie just did one on the uh the blackout joint. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's it's the same clip. It's just all black. Yeah, blackout. Do top into the skeleton joint. It's 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 a nice design, man. It's a nice clip. A zero gap to perfection. Also, uh, um, just want to say thank you for everybody. For those of you who have watched, who have joined, who have asked questions, um, we greatly appreciate it. If you haven't followed, follow us. You can catch our full interviews on YouTube. Um, subscribe to that. Keep rocking with us, man. We're growing, man. We're having some amazing guests on. We're, we're getting gems and jewels, man. And we appreciate all our guests. Again, Cutflow Dre, man. Um, Magic Stockton, we, we, we greatly appreciate you, man. And um, closing out, man. Everybody have a beautiful evening. We appreciate you. Definitely. Y'all have a good night, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right.